0: Welcome to the Baller Boys podcast. They're all about sports, sports and more sports. And now the Baller Boys, Mark and Shamaya. Hello, hello, hello and welcome back to the Baller Boys podcast. I am Mark and I am joined by my awesome co-host, the S O T B. Remember those four letters, Shemaya? How you doing, man? What's up, man? Yeah. It's been quite the weekend, right?
1: Oh man. Oh, man. <laughs> Everyone called Matt and was like, great job. Yeah. So, yeah. He, he knew this.
0: Oh, yeah. Hey, they, it wasn't pretty, but they got it done. That is right, y'all. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl, but not just the Super Bowl, the aftermath. What happened? What went down? The Rams defeated the Bengals 23-20. to I'm actually going to say they more survived than defeated. Uh, this game could have gone either way, I thought, um, down the closing uh, drives and uh, both teams had a shot, and uh, the Rams players just stepped up. Their stars stepped up when they had to, especially those last two drives. And uh, Shamay, I want to get your initial thoughts, man, because you, uh, you being the longtime Lions fan, your guy, Stafford, performed in this, and how do you think he did?
1: I mean, he scared everybody. <laughs> uh, there's a couple of times he looked like he was, you know, about to be injured pretty bad, but he stayed in the game. And I was like, okay. Uh, it's yeah, like, wow. Because I really thought, uh, when I saw his foot, I was like, oh man, that, the guy's like 300 something pounds. That just don't look like a, uh, that's not that bad. That, that looked like a, whoa, like this might be serious. But I mean, we got to show the roses to one of the players on LA Realms. And that is Cooper Cup um, without Cooper Cup I don't think they really had the chance to win to be honest completely agree uh, I think Matthew had some weapons that helped him shine not took anything away from Matthew but I'm just saying uh, without Cup they would not be winners of the game uh, period so my takeaway is man Matthew can breathe he can take a breather now. Um, there's some crazy talk of people online saying, you know, should he be compared to a potential Hall of Famer? And I'm going to say this with all respect to Matt. Um, no way. I mean, just just no way he could be a Hall of Famer. Uh, he would have to win more rings. And Yeah, see, that's the thing. I agree with you. He's got to win more. And since he's late in his career – I just don't see that happening, but I will say if he can have a back-to-back Super Bowl. Yeah. We'll have to revisit that question. Maybe, but I feel like you gotta, to be a hall of famer, you gotta be a little bit more consistent in winning. Um, but at the same time, you know, there could be argument made, but not to be off topic. Um, Matthew can breathe. He can, uh, rest easy off season. And I think the pressure is off of him, to be honest. I mean, all these years that he finally gets a ring, he should be happy for himself and his teammates. But most importantly, he probably wants to strategize to get one more ring. Cause like I said, this whole hall of fame talk, uh, does he deserve to get one now? No, 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 no. He's going to have to win, uh, in my opinion, two more rings, but, uh, We'll see, but yeah, I'm happy for him. I'm happy that he finally got Detroit some love, uh, even though it wasn't directly towards Detroit. It went right to LA Rams. Yeah, I, feel like, I feel like all I <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a lot of good memes uh, out there, and like I said, I'm I'm just happy that Matt can actually breathe and he can check this box off his uh, his goal list as far as a football player, professional player. Uh, everybody dreams I have in a Super Bowl ring. and uh, we'll see if he can if he can do more in the future, but at least he can cherish this moment and he can he can have a great memory that will last forever. and that's the most special part about it is that he's finally able to join the club that hey, I have a ring now, so there you go, yeah, I think you got the monkey off his back, right? Well, I think the monkey is still hanging on the shirt a little bit because I think he has more to prove. To be honest, Uh, I know that sounds bad and like completely rude, but no, I I want to hear your take. I to be, I to keep it like 100 because that's what people do as far as Lions fans. Just because he won a ring doesn't necessarily make him like the face of the NFL league uh Mahomes is still the the goat uh of this generation if you will and Matt has a lot more to prove because the game wasn't like hands on deck super like decisive it was a miracle to be honest it wasn't like
0: I'm glad you say that because I'm still surprised
1: the Rams survived this yeah, it, it was truly a miracle, but it's a happy miracle because Matt can say he has a ring now, which is motivational, it's inspirational, it's great. But if we look at the reality, the game was not pretty. Uh, they struggled. Um, both teams struggled, to be fair. Yeah. But to be honest, Matthew, he, he, he did have his best game. I mean, he did get an interception, and that scared the heck out of me. But,
0: oh yeah, and then you, we'll we'll get into the other factors what the Rams do, yeah, but
1: they they but, struggle. Yeah, but just to finalize the point is that he he still has more to prove in my opinion. Uh, I'm happy for him, but man, no, a lot of people is looking at this like man, y'all just kind of squeaked by with the win. It wasn't like y'all dominated like all the yeah. way like throughout the game. They really so, did
0: squeak by. I agree yeah. with
1: you. He had to get one more ring for me to be like I right, yeah this is the real legit like he's he's part of the goat talk you know cuz right now he's just like respected. but for him to be in the talks of like some of the great uh, quarterbacks who play in NFL he has a little bit more that he
0: Oh completely agree yeah he's got to he's got to go win another ring it may not be a back to back but um that's actually a question I've got for you later In this episode, I wanted to kind of close this with uh, some interesting questions regarding both of the futures of these teams. Um, So let's get down to it, man. Um, So we got your thoughts on it. Again, this is the first time we've really just come voice to voice and talked about this game. And I'm glad you got your thoughts out there. So let's break it down. We talked about the keys to the victory in our last episode. So let's get down to the Bengals. The Bengals key to victory. One, they had to protect Burrow. They did not. The O-line for the Bengals allowed seven sacks. That's not going to win you a Super Bowl. That's not going to win you a game. Uh, I don't know how the Bengals got past the Titans after the Titans sacked them nine times. So there's just a comparison there. And the Bengals barely lost this game. But again, those sacks came back to haunt them to defense. Um, So here's the thing. I do have to give... The Bengals defense, their props, and their roses in the respect because they came to play, I'd say. They only allowed the Rams to score 23 total points. That's a big deal. They sacked Stafford twice. Um, they, they really did come to play, and that Bengals top five run defense showed up. And what do I mean by that? They halted the runs. Ugh, man, every single run you could think of, Shumaya, they halted it. Uh, I think there were like two runs in total by the Rams that went over five yards. Um, Again, we talked about Bengals, are the top five and fewest rushing yards allowed. They only allowed 43 rushing yards in total in this game on 1.6 yards per carry, man. You're not going to win a Super Bowl with that. The Rams technically did end up winning this, but I think they survived more than anything. This game came down to the wire. Um, The Bengals got two picks on Stafford. So, again, you talked about the turnovers, and Stafford, we talked about it in the last episode, You Stafford could not turn the ball over in this game, and he got two interceptions, albeit not all of them were his fault, but when you throw in the two interceptions, the two sacks, no run game by the Rams, this is a recipe for disaster in my opinion, and it's kind of amazing the Bengals didn't come out of this game with a W, but um, the big, the other third key to victory for the Bengals, They had to adjust, and I'd say they kind of did in a way. Uh, Their offensive line was an issue right from the get-go, so uh, that came to haunt them, especially by the end of the game with the last play with Aaron Donald going in and sacking Burrow to the ground, sacking him to the mantle, sacking him to the core of the earth. But the Bengals adjusted. They did some trickery. They pulled out some trick plays. Um, They even tried to go for it on some four-and-ones, which I don't mind them trying that. Um, They were very close to getting them. Uh, But, yeah, honestly, like the Bengals, they should have protected Burrow a little better. Uh, Maybe the run game could have been a little more on points. The run game was better than the Rams run game, that's for sure. Uh, Let's get into the Bengals' concerns. They allowed a lot of air yardage, which, of course, Stafford got 283 passing yards in the air. And, of course, the O-line struggles, which we just mentioned. You know, the Bengals' O-line allowed seven sacks. You're not going to win a Super Bowl with that. So, put any thoughts on the Bengals, man? Bengals' performance.
1: All right. What I'll say is uh, I like the nickname Morning Joe because I say Morning Joe, Joe Burrow. He's going to come back next uh, season, man. I mean, this is going to be a chip on his shoulder. Uh, That that kid is something special. And I think this is probably just going to be motivation for him to – possibly get a ring in the future, I mean it's kind of shaky oh, I, can't, I see I, can't... I
0: see a couple in his future man
1: you see well the reason why I say possibly is because thing is is how he's gonna handle this off season if he stays you know heads clear, yeah I could see this kid bounce back and possibly get a ring. can he get one with his teammates right now? yeah, I mean heck, they just got done playing at a Super Bowl, so I think they can Easily come back next year with complete fierce motivation. But yeah, to answer your question, uh, I, I don't. I'm not mad at Joe. Uh, he, I mean, he had what? He yeah, I mean he he had some good stats on the board. He's 23 for 33. He went for uh, 263 yards, I believe. Uh, he had help from Nixon. He had 72 rushing yards. Uh, he had Higgins with four receptions uh, over, uh, I think it was 100 yards. Yeah, he did 100 like yards. <laughs> and touchdown. So, like, he has weapons. And like I said, I respect him. And I think he's going to come back with a chip on his shoulder. And I think he's going to be quiet because that's one thing he was this season. He was kind of quiet because he was focused. I think we're going to see the same thing off season, And he's just going to be like, okay, we made it to a Super Bowl that means we can do it again and I think it's gonna be a good lose uh I mean it's a good loss excuse me for him and his teammates because it'll keep them humble but next season they can go stupid crazy and they can dominate if they want to because guess what they just play at a Super Bowl not every
0: Yeah, Burrow's second season. Uh, this team is still very young, too. I mean, they, Chase, Chase just finished his first season. Burrow just finished his second. Higgins just finished his second. They just, they just signed uh, Joe Mixon to an extension. Uh, this team's going to be good for a while, I think, and they're all young and they're writing rookie contracts, which means they could bring in vets and free agents that will bolster their quality as a team. And I see this team staying near the top for a long time. As long as they can stay
1: healthy, that's the key. Got yeah. And one thing that Joe can be proud excuse me, proud of is that they didn't get blown out. Because going to this game, uh some people were kind of saying, you know, the Rams are gonna dominate or whatever. But the Rams were struggling. And that's a that's a good like observation if I was uh the the Bengals off season. Like you had a team that was stacked. I mean you talking about some wealthy players. I mean, we, we got players getting paid. You know? So, like, if I was the Bengals, I'd be like, all right, that's cool. But guess what? As stacked as y'all were, y'all did not blow us out. <laughs> yeah, actually, they didn't beat them until the last couple of drives. Exactly. Very exactly. So, my point in wrapping this uh, part up is that the Bengals offseason, they just need a couple pieces that they can use as options for weapons. Because if you can hold a stacked team, LA Rams, which is like a like a dream team. Like if I was a coach, it'd be an easy job because you get so much talent. I would be focused on getting a couple more pieces as weapons. And just go all in. Because if I'm the coach, I'm expecting us to go to the Super Bowl. Because why not? They
0: have a lot of money, too.
1: That, exactly. Because it's like, my mindset would be, why not, guys? We already play at Super Bowl. That means we can do it again. Like, I'll literally be looking at the, like, photos of them being at a Super Bowl game. And they use that as motivation. Like, we can get there again. And I'm not even a fan of the Bengals, but I'm a fan of Marnie Joe. And I hope he does well. And maybe he can talk to Tom Brady offseason, get some mentor or something. Because I think he's going to be probably fireworks next year. Because think about it. He was so close to tasting that trophy.
0: Yeah, and they could have. Again, just the game came down to those last two drives. Nothing but uh, respect. And I think that team should be proud that they got to that point. And with the team that they have, Uh, No one really saw this team being able to go to a Super Bowl. So this is impressive and let alone even stay competitive throughout the entire game. And uh, I mean, let's be honest, any one of these two teams could have won this game by the end there. So very impressive morning. Joe's growing and maturing as a leader. He's inspiring his teammates and they got a lot of money that can go bring in some good free agents, um, bolster the offensive line. That's got to be the number one priority. And they got to kind of, fix up their defense as well so you know again just some departments that they can add to but things that they can do and things that they can afford so we'll see what they can do but there were two teams in this game shamaya let's jump to the rams let's revisit the keys to victory for the rams one they had to pressure burrow and they did the rams had seven sacks on morning joe again that was probably the number one concern we had going into this game for the Bengals. They had to protect Burrow. Um, you know, they got Aaron Donald, they got Floyd. Um, they got a lot, they got Von Miller. Uh, they had a lot of beasts on the defensive line to be able to get to Burrow in this game, and they did. Um, in the last game, um, the Rams limited the Niners' run game to just 50 yards. We said they had to limit Nixon's production. They limited the Bengals to only 79 rushing yards. Now, a lot of people are going to focus on the fact that the Rams did a pathetic job at running the ball, which they did. They didn't do very well at all, Uh, but we'll get to that here in a second. Um, As little of a running game as the Rams had, uh, to limit the Bengals to only 79 rushing yards is pretty darn solid, too, so got to give them their props there. Uh, The Rams allow the second-fewest passing touchdowns in the NFL. Burrow only had one touchdown in this game and there were two total passing touchdowns. One of them was by Joe Mixon, which was part of the trick play that we had referenced earlier uh, by the Bengals and their need to adjust, which they did. But long story short, the Rams' defense showed up. They held the Bengals to only 20 points and mourning Joe to one touchdown. Two, they had to torch the Bengals' secondary. And what did we say? They had to get Cup and OBJ involved. While Stafford had 283 passing yards, Three touchdowns. Cooper Cup, Super Bowl MVP, had 92 yards receiving in two touchdowns. And last but not least, OBJ had 52 yards receiving and one touchdown. We said they had to get Cup and OBJ involved, and that they did. And at the end of the day, it's those star players that showed up for the Rams to win them this game. And last but not least, Shemiah, the last key to victory was protect the football. They had zero fumbles, which is good but they had two interceptions, which is not good, which again, got to give the props to the Bengals' defense for showing up and making plays when they had to. The concerns that we had for the Rams, they were bottom 10 in rushing yards. We kept saying this for weeks, man, and sure enough, unfortunately, they lived up to this because they still could not run the ball. Uh, The Bengals' run defense is very good, as we saw. They only had 43 total rushing yards, which is not good at all. That's not going to win you a championship. But thankfully, they had other aspects of their team show up, a.k.a. Aaron Donald in the defense, Cooper Cup. Um, They were able to make the plays when they counted and when they had to. And I think that's where having those veteran stars on the team really came and gave them an advantage. Um, Zero sacks by the defense versus the 49ers, but they had seven sacks by the defense against these Bengals. That really made the difference. Your thoughts on the Rams' performance?
1: Well, the main thing uh, that the Rams had to do, because they could have run the ball for nothing, Stafford had to <laughs> throw the ball.
0: Dude, I think you and I... Mm,
1: maybe. Because, I mean, I probably run the ball south and lose some yards, but uh, I don't know if I can. I think both defense were pretty extreme on on just forcing passes because, yeah, the run game was pretty low. But Stafford had to throw the ball I think over 30-something times, probably 40 times at least. And that is key because uh, one player, uh, OBJ, he did his job early in the game. I believe he set the tone as far as getting that touchdown that he got because... It was a confidence booster. It kind of made the Rams feel like, okay, yeah, this is what we need because we can feed off of this. If OBJ didn't get that touchdown, I think the Rams will lose. Just being honest. Because, reason why, if he had a bad game, which he didn't, he just got injured after, you know. He scored uh that touchdown shortly after he what was it his shoulder or something that he it
0: was his fired.
1: RV, I think but
0: it was it was a non-contact which is what was scary about it
1: yeah but my point is they were able to set the tone early on in the game and The thing is, when you look at how the teams shift momentums, the first quarter, the rounds were up. Second quarter, the rounds were up still. Third quarter, boom, Bengals, they take the lead, 20-16. But the Rams set the tone early. Not to say that the Bengals could have won, but my point is, when you set the tone early, it's a little bit easier mentally to be like, okay, no, 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 we're going to get back into this. But it was a struggle. Like this was a this was not a dominant win for LA Rams. Oh, take it away from them. But my point is if it wasn't for those early like tone setters, it would be a different story. Bengals would have won. But the fact that, you know, our our, our friend OBJ, he set the tone early the fact that they got things moving in the right direction, I think that's what allowed them to have enough juice in the juice box. Because honestly, without that early success, man, I think Morning Joe would have been too confident and it just would have been ugly. But that's just... that's. Do you,
0: do you think if OBJ had been shut
1: down, you, you think they would Uh it'd be hard to say yes, but I would say they could, but it would probably be like, would Cup have, now that I don't think so, because (laughs) I I feel, I feel the Bengals, if they were able to prevent him getting that touchdown, mentally, it would have boosted the Bengals, like through the moon. And I, I think it would have rattled Stafford a little bit, but that's a speculation, but, the point is, LA uh, rounds won. I'm happy, and Matthew's happy. But the thing is, I think Morning Joe is going to have a chip on his shoulder, and he's going to want to prove that he's not going to take as long as Matt took to get. Around. Yeah,
0: no, for sure, for sure. What what I think uh, the organization did a really good job building a team around Morning Joe. And uh, he's soon going to be big bucks, Burrow, because he, he has got to get paid. High IQ. Oh, yeah, for sure. He makes good decisions. Even on that last play at the end of the game for the fourth and one, even as he was getting sacked, he still tried to give a, an effort to toss that ball to Pirine. And Pirine could have caught that. So props to Burrow. He has good instincts. He's smart, like you said. And he's mature, and he's only going to grow faster, I think. And the Super Bowl loss is going to give him that, um, that loss that he needs. Sometimes you have to take some L's to eventually get some W's. And uh, I think this is going to help Burrow grow up and mature a lot faster. So I got some thoughts here, some closing thoughts. Um, I think the game came down to the final two drives. This was a very close game all the way through. And I thought either team could have won this. And it just ultimately came down to those last two drives. Um, I thought the Rams had to execute their final drive to perfection. That long, uh, like five-minute one, uh, where Cup ended up getting the touchdown. Um, And they did. They executed that perfectly. And I think that's where the Rams had the advantage. They had these veteran players that were able to execute in crunch time because of all of these years of experience, like Stafford being in Detroit, Cup being in the league for some time, Whitworth. Um, You had all these guys who were there and ready to have the veteran experience to know what to do at the right time. And I think that's where the Rams experience came in to help them win this game. Uh, Lots of things did not work for the Rams, but they pulled it out when it counted. Again, going back to what I just said about the vets and their star players showing up, you know, Donald getting the sacks, Cup getting the catches, Stafford making the no-look throw, man, that looked awesome. If you all haven't seen it, go check out Stafford's no-look. Throw it a cup. It was really sick. But it's those plays like that and those players, those vets, that know uh, when to make the right play and when to do the right thing, that will give you the edge in a big-time situation like this. And, again, the Ram stars players stepped up when it counted. It wasn't pretty like we just said in this game, but when you got star veteran players who can make the right play when they need to. That's how you're going to win a title. And I thought that's exactly what happened here for the Rams.
1: Yeah, Al, one thing I'll add to that is on the flip side, uh, Joe, he could not do anything about anything that happened with the Rams, to be honest. There's really nothing he can do. It was it was just simply they out-edged him. Simple as that. They Ages had some key factors that you mentioned that put them over the edge. So Joe should be like, you know, it was just a good game. It really wasn't a bad game at all. It was a it was gritty this, game, man. It was really. Yeah, fit. It was. There was a lot of good, decent defense plays on both sides, and the fact that there's, you know, not a single digit score is because. You got Matthew and you got Morning Joe. So once again, I know he sounded like a beat a dead horse, but uh the thing is when you have two teams like this, both quarterbacks were highly confident and the game was close. The final score was close. It wasn't a blowout. And yeah. it's something that you just gotta appreciate because you don't always get a Super Bowl like that where it's you Know, oh my god, I'm going overtime because I thought it was going to go overtime. I thought <laughs> it looked like it, right? Yeah,
0: you give morning, you give morning, Joe, a minute 25 and two timeouts
1: because I was like, oh man, this really about to be close to our prediction, but uh, yeah, but hey, we
0: were pretty close, man. Very close, 24 was our prediction, y'all. We were
1: exactly pretty- that was pretty darn close, and yeah, just right with my thoughts, uh, Matthew has the ability to be a teacher now because he's the old wise man with the white hair. And Joe, he's the baby steps, man. He's going to start running and shocking everybody uh, next year because he arguably can be one of the top, top uh, quarterbacks uh, in next season in the one, two slot easily. And I think he's going to have the right mindset to actually do that and prove to everybody that this wasn't just like a one hit wonder like yeah, I'm coming back. Yeah, for sure, for sure.
0: Uh I also got I mean, I know we talked about the Bengals stepping up on defense, but uh you got to give mad props mad props to the Rams defense. They got all those sacks and they held the Bengals to 20 points. You know, the Bengals have a pretty hot offense, a lot of dangerous weapons and For the Rams to be able to do that on defense is pretty impressive. Actually, I think both defenses did a good job in this
1: game. Oh, yeah, because it would have been a high-scoring game on both sides. But, yeah, both defenses uh, really did their parts. And if you think about it, they made everything manageable to have their quarterbacks have the opportunity to switch up the plays. Because, honestly, (laughs) think about it. One defense does their job. The quarterback is on the field. Well, yeah, they got switched up, try to you know get some points on the board. But it was like taking turns. You know, both teams were actually doing it pretty well. So the LA Rams just kind of edged it at the end, and that's that's a great game. That's that's a great lesson for both sides. And I would not be having my head low if I was the Bengals because honestly, you lost to a very stacked team. Okay, like. A superstar, like uh, I mean, they made trades, all yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Like spent that money, yeah, yeah. It's like a stacked team that they almost
0: beat. I mean, like we we talked, like we just said, Shemaya. Morning, it's not knock to great. the players.
1: Yeah, yes, yeah, it's, it's not knocked to the players on the Bengals. Uh, it's just it's captain it obvious. Like LA spent a grip <laughs> to to create a, a a roster that they had, and they almost got upset by the Bengals. <laughs> yeah, the- and that would have been one heck of a story. Imagine that was the story. They spent all that money. And then the Bengals oh, That story would have been amazing. Morning Joe would be like sky yeah. high. But once yeah. again
0: He'll already be a legend.
1: Exactly. And it's probably a good thing that he's not. He has he got humble pie instead. And now he gets to uh, get his blueprint together for next season. I think the NFL season next season. I think it's going to be exciting because I think it's a lot of the teams who are having a chip on the shoulder. And I think Tampa, even though they don't have their uh, guy as us as, uh, now, because that can change. You can surprise everybody and say, hey, August, July, August, September, I'm coming back. <laughs> you know? Yeah, a lot of teams looking for some redemption. Yeah the talent level is out of this world in the NFL. And it's just going to be amazing to watch next season. I think preseason is going to be hype because people going to be like, I mean, think about it. I mean, even the Cowboys, man. I got... We'll Talk talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they have redemption next year. And, you know, because it, it, cause if they don't have that mindset, it's going to be like, it's going to be awkward trying to be a fan for the Cowboys. So, Dak, you hear this podcast episode, man, bring that fire, man, because y'all were supposed to go deeper in the playoffs the way y'all were playing.
0: Yeah, they can win a Super Bowl with this roster,
1: I think. I think so, too. That's the only reason why I talk so high of them, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. when we did the podcast early early on uh, when the season started. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, and my Detroit Lions, I know we got to wrap this up, but real quick, Detroit Lions, y'all just gotta take notes of the other players in the NFL because, yeah, y'all are in rebuilding mode. I don't know how long that'll take, but hopefully,
0: you're gonna have to wait a little bit, Shemaya. I think
1: <laughs> it's something. At least you'll get something. Unless during your Matthew lifetime, right? wants to like play for us for like one season, you know? Don't do it, Matthew. No, nah, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> like. Hey.
0: Hey Shemaya. so to wrap this up, uh two quick questions, and you could probably answer both of them like with, within a sentence or two. So one, do the Rams repeat, and two, do the Bengals get back to the Super Bowl next season?
1: People are going to hate this answer, but you will yeah, you will remember this. Okay. Rounds will not repeat, and the Bengals will be in the Super
0: Bowl. Oh, all right, you heard it from Shemaya. I do agree with him that the Rams will not repeat. Uh, they barely got past this one, and uh, I just think that unless they fix some of the major flaws on their team right now, they're not going to do it. Do the Bengals get back to the Super Bowl next season? They certainly can, but I don't think they do. Maybe in two years they do,
1: but I don't see them getting back to it next season. And only I say they will. Because I'm not even a Bengals fan. I'm a Morning Joe fan right now. But I only say they can. I mean, that they will. is because I think Morning Joe is probably going to have a long talk with his teammates. And he's going to have this loyalty factor in in the locker room. And no one in the league has to worry about Tom Brady right now. So I think a lot of people are going to be like, hey... You might have a better shot to dream. <laughs> the doors wide open. You see what I'm saying? So but no, nah, uh all jokes aside. I I do have some doubts because there's some great teams out there, but I will ride with that. You can remind me too when we start that season with the next season the NFL. But I will stick with that. I think Marnie Joe will find a way to get back to the Super Bowl. Only because he just he just got to play at one. Yeah. And it was a loss that
0: I think he needed. It was a healthy loss for him.
1: Just hopefully it doesn't shatter his mental because if this if this reinforces his, his foundation and his principles of the game, his his IQ is through the roof, man. And I think he's only gonna get better and he's probably gonna surprise everybody and he's probably gonna be on fire. Like I think he's gonna break records next season. Cause he's just gonna be like, yo, like y'all not y'all not just gonna laugh off the bangles right
0: yeah yeah they shook off the bungles nickname a long time ago and uh, they are a legit threat for sure the team's young he's got weapons all over the field just got to make the right moves as an organization and protect him
1: it all depends where aaron rogers plays. that's <laughs> where i'll make my final decision <laughs> okay but but at this moment i will say yeah i, I think
0: all right well you heard it from the man you heard it from me with that guys we uh, wrap up the super bowl aftermath uh those are our thoughts and we thank you all for joining us on this awesome uh well it's tuesday as we're recording this spotify green room check us out we're on every tuesday at eight fifteen. spotify green room again check us out uh we you could Check out our other episodes on Apple Podcasts. You know, uh, I Heart. We're all over the place. Just check, uh, go check out Baller Boys Podcast, and also follow us on Twitter. Uh, follow me at Mark M-A-R-K-T-H three R K T H three threes no e's capital M capital C Shemaya. Let them know what your handle is, man. Yeah,
1: man, Shemaya on the BT always ask me for a shout out or just hit me up say something don't don't be scared
0: yeah we're just a couple of sportsters uh we do this casually we like doing this after work helps us blow off some steam i'm sure a lot of people just like talking sports and uh, we'd be honored if y'all give us a listen and uh maybe be part of the conversation check us out as we record on spotify green room you know ask us a question Uh, you know help us gauge the conversation but uh, until next time we'll catch y'all and uh, this is for all the ballers out there tell your mom tell your grandma peace out